morning. We're in the middle of Perik, Perik Ulamid Gimel, chapter 33. We're on the, uh, page 151, towards the bottom, by the two dots. The uh, point of this Perik is as he starts off the words, True happiness. <coughs> These are ex- in this parak, there are exercises in how to gain uh, true happiness for, as a Jew. It's had his nefesh kiss. I feel just, <coughs> just like we, we learned before <coughs> in the negative, that even though there is never a time to be depressed or angry, or not angry, for sure not angry, but uh, down, but he did say there are times when a person's already feeling like that, so he should divert it and use it because in the Gashmis there's no reason to do it. There's no reason to have it. Everything, you know, as we spoke about, is divine providence, and you're supposed to only be makabal b'simcha. So if somebody already found himself in a negative state, he should take advantage of that and, and refocus that in a place that does need attention in how to do better, be a better person, in places that, that on, the, on the side of Avedis Hashem, or being a mensch, it is important. So to utilize those, those, those times that already, for whatever odd reason, a person already fell into this negative state, he should divert it into a good and productive. You know, as the negative will end up <coughs> creating a positive. I feel that this, on the opposite side is in this parak when he says simcha amitis, you know, is what the fact that he's adding simcha amitis is the person's already, already the, the person's feeling in a good mood. And you're already feeling already a high. So at that point, you should take advantage of that and you should refocus that energy to get simcha amitis. Since you're already in, a, in a, you're already in the zone, so to speak. You know, if a person's not in a, in, 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 in a good place, that's a big job. So therefore, when he speaks about over here, the, at least the beginning, that you need the right perspective, and you have to understand that God created the world, and, and that everything is controlled by it. When a person's already in a good mood, it's much easier to build on that. So that's why he goes, so simcha, we have to take advantage of the good mood, of the mood, like the way nigun uh, singing is in the Chassidish world. You know, a lot of people like to think that it's just a nigun itself is happy, and you make yourself, you know, you're in a happy place. Chassidus explains that no, it's just the opposite. Nigun opens up a place that usually is shut. So now that you're already feeling happy and you're in a good mood. Use it to use your brain at that point. Most people, when they're singing, they're like, oh, leave me alone, let's just sing and enjoy the moment. No, it's the opposite. Now that you're ready, free, you use it as a, to, project, to, 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 to propel you into a new place that you couldn't do before. Now you're in a good mood. Now you can think about certain things. When, you're in a, whenever, when someone's in a happy mode, they can think about new change. They can think about perspective. They can think about what's important. You don't have the baggage anymore. At that point, so you take advantage of it. Same thing over here. When you're looking already, you have simcha. It should be simcha amitis. So then, what do you start? Now is a good time. That's the time you start thinking, contemplating. He says deeply because really, it's all a mindset. When your mindset's in the right place, so then the emotions follow. 
It's always the react. The emotions are always a, re- a reaction to how where the mind where, where where the mind is. If someone thinks the times are good, they're in a good mood. They feel good. If they think that things are bad, they feel bad. It's not so much to worry about the emotions. More, it's much more important to think about the mindset. And when a person's negative, you should already use it for positive. <coughs> so what? So what? <coughs> in until this point. There was a couple of points that we mentioned to make simcha, but the one that we're up to at this point was that you're making a dir loyizbarach, a dwelling place. What do you mean a dwelling place? A house. What, what's the difference? When someone goes to some, when you go to somebody else's house, you're, you're, you're reserved. You're reserved. You're not yourself because it's not your place. You don't know, they have different points. You know, everybody's got the rules. Take off your shoes when you come in here. You got to go here. You got to stand there. You, you know, you got you to gotta respect the other person's place. And by respecting the other person's place, the person, you, you're, you're, you're not yourself. You're not yourself at, at, uh, <coughs> at that particular time. <coughs> so what do you do when you come home? You come home, this is already my place. There is, you know, you, you, you act freely. You act as you are yourself. So you can act, act, you can act yourself. You're a home, so to speak. That's, that's what it means, dear Eloh that We make Debish to make for God a dwelling place, a home. You know, his verses being reserved. It's not, not exactly, you don't see godliness. It's not his place. You know, it's, you know, you can come in, you can sit here, and I'll, you know, a little comfortable here, a little bit there. But generally, that's not, we don't see it as a God's place. Versus a dear Baruch is that when you start seeing in everything godliness, because it's his home. So you, it, it's all him, just like your house defines it like this is your place, this is your bookcase, this is when you did that. This is your place, this is the place that, that, that reflects on how you live. The same thing with the Deir B'tachtenim, meaning that the world has become a place that reflects on godliness. You can see the person. You can see God. <coughs> That's the way. And that creates a tremendous amount of, of, uh, of simcha. Why does it... Uh, Create simcha. You would imagine that if God's coming into my place, someone's moving into my place, it's a little bit intrusive, you know. Someone else is invading, you know, my place, and now I have a roommate. And now we have to have boundaries, and 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 and, and, a, and it's an invasion, so to speak. So that's why he says it's like a melech, like a king that's coming in to the house. You know, is now already your house becomes like a palace, a place of greatness. That it's not, it's, you don't feel invaded when the king comes in. You, 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 you have now a, you have a royal palace. And everything has meaning and everything is organized and everything is taken care of. And you, it's completely a, a completely different level. You, you have no issue about losing your space because what my space? What could I have now? It's like this is, this is my space. Definitely going to get used to this. Same thing over here when a person went to him, a dear meaning that you see godliness in every single thing, you see meaning in every single thing. It's like less about your personal idiosyncrasies and mishagasin that, that, that make your place. You're like, this is meaning, this has purpose. You don't, it's a completely different level. So that's a certain, that's a simcha, when you realize that this is, a, that we're, we're in, we're living in a bigger, better place. 
Now, this is not a normal thing, as we said last time. It is not normal for a person to feel this way. The only reason why we feel this way is because we have heightened DNA from the others who lived like that. They call Yemehim, as we said before, their entire time, 24 hours, 7 days a week. They only lived for Hashem. There was no eye space. This was God. They felt this is God's space. And the more they felt that, the more they became great, the world became greater, things became greater. That's how they lived. They didn't look to, to, to etch out a little spot for themselves personally. They did everything they can to get rid of their little personal thing and, and, and just to live God's life. And, and with that, all the brachas and everything came in. So therefore, as, since they started it in a way that if it took every fabric of the being, so their enaklach, us, have it in our DNA to have this as a pride, as a sense of pride. It's not actually, we have to, we have to appreciate that we feel special that we're Jewish. We feel special that we're connected to something. It's not normal to be that because usually you would have to elevate, be a certain level, and then you start developing an appreciation for it. But we see as Jews, everybody's proud to be a Jew just by by the sheer existence of being uh, a Jewish. And the more one acts like this, it actually just it reveals it even more. So therefore, as we're up to now. Every day we start off. How amazing it is to be a yid. It's the opposite, the horrible. You know when they say shishvert is a yid. It's hard. It's not. It's not. It's not a nice thing. It's the opposite. We get up. We're like, thank God, I'm a Jew. You know, the famous, like uh, we always speak about, he say brachas in the morning, and show, and once he didn't say shalei goy, they came over to him, they asked him, why, why did you miss the bracha? He says, I didn't miss the bracha. When I got up in the morning, I was so proud of being a yid, I just knocked the bracha out right away. I couldn't wait to show, so I couldn't say it, you can't say it again. Ashleinu, <laughs> you, you feel a pride. This is a this is innate. It's not just a levitz baditchava. Jew, all Jews, there's a sense of pride in them. So the more they feel this connection, that godliness and spirituality. However, everybody actually defines it differently. But the concept that it's a we have such a big yerusha. A yerusha means that you get it not because you deserve it, because you just happen to be a child. And you get it anyways. It's everybody gets it. It doesn't make a difference, even if you're a better child or worse child. Everybody gets it. Everybody gets part of. Everybody gets a Yerusha. <coughs> it's it's. V'zeir shalom gabaseidu zechrenim tayat. No, no. Before we say that, it's interesting. I was just thinking that. Um, you talk about the Shreina, we talk about constantly that, that you thank God that you're a year that you just made the, uh, the terror, the mitzvahs, the lifestyle. There's a story said that the, the, the previous Lubavitcher Rebbe, when he was an infant in his, in his bassinet, his father, who was not, uh, was not the Rebbe yet, the Rebbe Rashab, was learning with a Chavrusa, they were learning together. And then in the middle, you know, as they're learning, his chavrusa turns and he looks at the fidikeben, and he says, "You can see on this child a a, a, a 
collect his mind. You know, as a baby, he says you could see that he has he's holy, his holy mind. He says you could see it on his face. And 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 the his the Friedrich the Rebbe Shab was saying this over to his son years later. He says he says I wanted to, I wanted to give you a kiss then, I kiss. but then I decided instead of giving you a kiss, I'm going to write a mimer. He wrote a mimer, and it's a famous mimer. It's uh, it's called the Chassidish kiss, and he gave it to him years later. He gave it to him as a present, and it's an amazing concept because it's the same thing we're talking about over here. Why didn't he just kiss him? Because if he kissed him then, it would be a one moment thing that happened at that time, at that particular space, and he just and he just left it there. And you know, and he can tell later on, he says, you know, and, and I kissed you there, and you have a nice story. But he didn't just do that. He wanted it to be an everlasting kiss, a, a kiss that lasts always, that you always want. You want to be kissed by me? You learn this mimer. That's my kiss. So that's why that's when we say Bukhol Yem, you get up every day, you're a yid when we come to Davin, Ashrenu Matev Khalkenu, is that that's the, it's an appreciation that we, we did that like that chsidish kiss in the morning that thank God I'm a Jew and that that that, that pride. And with that you can already appreciate if he's living the more he's in your house, the more he's part of your life. And then the more there's a dear of course, we're not even talking about the obligation of what we're supposed to do in the neshama, bringing down and making godliness part of all everything in life. That's a, that's also a point, but we're talking about over here creating happiness, creating the simcha of it, the, to to be pride, to, to have happiness in this. This is what it says and mentions in Gemara that Tayag Mitzvahs Nitnu Yisrael. The Yidden were giving 613 mitzvahs. And Chavakok stood them up, made it all one. Doesn't mean, God forbid, that there's 613 mitzvahs. Chavakok said, you know what, you only have to do one, God forbid. He did not say that, that's not what he meant. It means that there was a time that the Yidden were able to see the every single mitzvah as a pillar and as a foundation of the entire Judaism. This is, everyone was... Was 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 amazing. I remember when used to Fabringens by the Rebbe. It used to always be like today is good. Let's say it was Shavuos. There was nothing greater than Shavuos. Shavuos, especially Shavuos, that happened on this and this day, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day it came out. And then the next year, if it was Pesach that happened on that, that was the greatest thing. Every time when he got to that point, whatever it was, there was no better time, no greater thing than one time. But most people cannot live like that. Yeah, every every day, every was the holy whatever day that was the holiest day ever. <laughs> so um, that's nice, but most people can't live like that. So Bochavokuk, Chavokuk came the Hemidon Alachas. He made the, all the six hundred thirteen. As many not only six hundred thirteen mitzvahs. We start with six hundred thirteen mitzvahs, and then the offshoots. We're talking about endless, countless mitzvahs that that that, that come came, came about. So it's all over. The gamut of the Jewish responsibility is huge. So how do you how do you, how do you do it right? Since there's so many mitzvahs and so many different levels, and you have to have this way and that mindset. This time, sometimes you're happy, sometimes you're sad, sometimes you're this, sometimes you have to go. This. You're always busy doing something. So so chavakuk shenem that it's a muna. 
that once the, the, the mitzvah that you need to focus, you have to treat all mitzvah like there's one mitzvah. The mitzvah is a munah to be able to see, like we said before, that God created, maintained, and runs the world. When, you, when we establish that perspective strongly in our souls, then himidon, all the other mitzvahs, can stand up. They, can, they, they, they have meaning now. Because it's all part of connecting. When you appreciate the connection, then all the other things become, all the other things become, become important. You know, that's the focus of how you have to see. Once you see that, you can get through all the, the, the entire gamut of, uh, of terror mitzvahs. You know, it's like uh, there's, a, there's a famous story, everybody probably remembers, knows it, of the uh, tightrope or when Mendel Futafas was in Siberia and he was put away in jail for, for, for helping Jews. The communists threw, uh, put him, ten, I think it was 10, 15, I don't remember how many, a lot of years in, in Siberia. So over there, there was all kinds of people who were enemies of the, of the government. It uh, doesn't mean they're bad people, like a jail here. It means they're people who didn't, who didn't uh, agree with the policies. So for whatever reason, they used to throw people. And Stalin, they threw in everybody. So there was one person that was there that was a tightroper. And people questioned if he can do it. It was a trick. It wasn't a trick. So he decided once he'll entertain everybody. And they put up the poles and they put up the, the rope. And he was able to do it. He went and he came back. And everybody was in awe. So afterwards, Mendel was asking him how he does it. So he told him that he looks. When he starts walking, he just looks at where he needs to go. He goes, you don't lose focus of the, of the spot you're going to. If you stay focused there... You won't have any problem. You won't lose any balance. Because the only problem is, in the tightrope, is he says, when you turn around to come back, for that one moment when you're turning around, you lose focus. You don't see it. He goes, that's the only dangerous time. Same thing over here. It's all about emuna to be able to see clearly what the point, who we're connecting to. Once you have that... All the other things stand on their own. You'll be able, it's not, it's, it's completely not, uh, it's not only a distraction, but it's a, it's a connection. When, <clears throat> why is that so important? Because when you, when you have a munna, like we said before, on a realization that it's godliness and God's creating, is maintaining, that's the reality then then your then all the everything else is easy to do when someone if somebody if you meet somebody that you're completely in awe of absolutely shocked the person is beheads and shoulders above anything you've ever seen and anything the person does is gold you know is is gold in your eyes and if they ask you to do something you don't even want to know what it is. You don't care what the purpose is. Just the fact that you're part of this person's life now, that they need you and they asked you to do something and now you're part of that. That person is great. Anything this person touches is great. And now by him asking you to do something, you became great by default. Even before you understand what you're doing, you jump in right away and you do it. So that's what once there's a muna, the rest, the details, whatever, I'm in. That's why the Yidden and Matan Ter, when God said, Yitter Mitzvah, Nasivanishma, when? 
Nishma, we'll listen to it later, whatever it is, we're in. After they saw the miracle, they saw the Ebishter, they saw godliness, they saw the MS, they saw that Eneid Mulvada, there's nothing else but God. Everywhere else, there's no, any, whatever, Nasa. The reaction was Nasa, we're going to do it. That's, that's what Chavokok was, was reestablishing. That once there is the concept, the, the uh, <coughs> Amunah, then you can, you can, you, 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 the rest of the mitzvahs are easy. Everyone else, all the rest becomes. When the relationship with that person is questionable, and you're not so sure if the person's good, the person's bad, and whatever, then everything that the person asks is a burden. You're not so sure, maybe yeah, maybe not, I have to think about it, this one yeah, this one not. So it becomes an issue. But if there is a muna, then himidon, then everyone else is just, it's, it's all part, it's all, you know, it's on the contrary, it's a simcha to, to, to do, to act, to be with. <clears throat> um, that's why it's so important to build the Muna, especially like we said, when you're happy already. Because then you really gain perspective. You have it's easier already. The emotions are there already, so you're building on it. It's you you, you build because it's not a natural thing. We have a natural inclination to it from the obvious, but to build on it, that we have to do on our own. And also, it's interesting that he says, "It's not tzadik b'menasei chai that you live with. He lived with it. It's something that you you know you live." It's it's active, it's pro, it's going to make you alive. What do you mean make you alive? Ketchias hamesim. It's going to be like tchis hamesim. What do you mean tchis hamesim? What's what the amazing thing about tchis hamesim is the person's dead, and now he's alive. It's it's nine day. When when you build on a muna, you're going to see how your life was dead. It's a new life. It's a, it's a renewed energy. That's really what we're trying to do. The Muna is there to literally give life. It completely opens up a new ch- a channel of life. It's not something that's there just that's how you lived and that's how we lived. And, no. If, if it's a Muna, then whatever. You, you look forward. It's something new that happened. It's Tchis HaMesim. It's something that didn't, it was dead before. It's a proactive thing. <clears throat> that's one. That's one level. The eidzeis, and an, on top of this, on top of this fact of that we're happy and we have this tremendous appreciation of the muna based on developing the right mindset. This actually creates a a, a new level of a muna. That what? That he's happy. We start off as kids. As kids, we want whatever's good for me. I like it. I enjoy it. You, you know, you want, you want, you want. As you grow up and you start appreciating who your parents are and how much they sacrifice to make you and, and, and raise you and have you and you are today here only because of, of them, then all of a sudden you start developing this new appreciation of making them happy. Until you get to a point where you don't really care if it works for you, it doesn't. You made them happy, 
It was, that's the only thing that makes you happy. I am happy that they're happy. That's, a, that's how you define, that's where the Amunah starts opening up to this other place that you, you go become Simcha Keflaim. It's twice, it's a much richer happiness. I remember seeing the, speaking to just somebody. I, I remember they, they they left their house. They moved in with their parents for 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 God knows how many years, taking care of mother and father, and it was tremendous work, tremendous. And the person was like, "It was no work. It was a it was a pleasure. I feel bad that they felt bad afterwards. They you know they passed that they can't do. That was a that was a life." It's not even, you know, as you develop into, it's not, it's not even, so there's levels. It goes, first it's hard, and then it becomes where that's, uh, where you really appreciate it, and then it's not even, an, it's not even a work. That's, that's, simcha b'kaflaim, double the amount of, of pleasure. What is the, what, what is the thing that makes the Ebishter happy? What makes the Ebishter happy? Like we mentioned in the Zayah, the skafia sitrache mamish is hapach hashech lenege. When when we turn, when we stop and control ourselves, when we break when we break our nature, when the nefesh Bahamas, the animal soul, says this is an enjoyable thing, you should pursue it. It's good for you. You're gonna like it. And then you and 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 you say to yourself, I'm not going to do it. Because my father doesn't want me to do it. God doesn't want him to do it. It's an, uh, it's, an, um, it's an unnatural way. It's an amazing thing to do. To overcome the nature. The nature is to go after what's good and what's enjoyable. And you don't. He actually holds it back. He breaks, he breaks bad. That is an amazing pleasure that God has to see. Like a father or parent sees that the kid is doing the right thing. And is and, and and going in the right path, so you know there's nothing greater a pleasure for a parent to see a child succeed and not fall and by by challenges and overcome challenges. So the same. So therefore, we do it. We we control ourselves. Why? Because we know nothing else makes our parent nothing makes Hashem happier than when we broke when we gave away we. we, we we stopped our, our character for that. And not only that, to a certain degree, it's even greater than actually changing. Because the ability to overcome something is a godlike thing. Already to, over, to be somewhere else already, that's already normal. You're, once you appreciate it, you become that. But to overcome, to truly not be under anything's control, is a godlike thing. So to, to that degree, when a parent sees that the kid really gets it, Creates a, even a, a, a stronger part, I think, a, a thing. Because to actually turn it over completely to good is not really on our hands because God created and put bad in this world for the challenges and to overcome it. And it says, God will make an end to this darkness. In the times of Mashiach, He will make it here eradicated. He will get rid of it, the rest. But that's not our job. Our job is to fight it. This is what it says in the Pasuk, because it's interesting, you, it, there's one thing to have a Muna. And like we said, it's very important to have a Muna and appreciation. But where is the real appreciation? When you actually do it. 
what is this simcha is? Pilu shekol mishu who mezeri yiskol yeshu l'smerch b'simchas Hashem ashasos l'smerch b'tigosam tachtenim. Every Jew is should be happy, creates a happiness in himself innately, because the fact that God is part of the, our lives. That that is this is one of the psukim that there ever there was twelve psukim that there ever really pushed that kids should. Should should know as as fundamental parts of Yiddishkeit. So we train the kid from from when you're a child to be proud to be proud as, of of being a Jew, and more than just being proud, but in what you're doing, in your action, in creating a dwelling place, not just an abstract thing, but to understand that what makes God happy is not only the realization that you realize that there's a God in the world, but that you're actually want, you're, you're, you're living it. You're living it in this world. You're creating a place that he could come and make, and, and that's God's place. And I remember once hearing that the Rebbe wants to describe to somebody when he's opening with the beginning of the first Chabad house, he says, he said, you should make a place that if the Alter ever came, he would feel comfortable there. <laughs> Isn't it amazing? <laughs> you should feel comfortable there. Maybe be a mensch. Obviously, it's going to be fine. Whatever you went to Lamed Beis is good enough. You'll be comfortable. As long as you're good to a Jew. <clears throat> Though the point is that that's the... We're making a place that... You, you made it comfortable that when your parent comes, they don't feel like they're in... Your house, just like you're in your parents' house, like you are you, you could just be yourself. When they come to your house, they recognize, they, they feel, it, it's my life, it's my place. God feels that's their tachtenim, feels that's his place. Where are you doing this? In this physical place, Molly Clippers Vasitanacha. You started off in a very negative, bad place, this world. Completely ruled by negative forces. And then we get rid of those negative forces because it makes God because it makes God happy. And you know what? Nothing makes us happier than seeing my parent than happy. You know, it's, it reminds me that once there was somebody who wanted to go to Etzisgo very badly and was talking to the Tzemach Tzedek. You know, I want to go to Etzisgo. So he used to tell, he told him, Mach doa Etzisgo. Over here, you want to go to a holy place. Look, that's what God wants. He wants it right here. He wants it here, wherever you are. He said, "Stokish epizgun l'chabenu umos." He he was a chara. It's a big it's a big gift that he gave us to move us around the world because he wants like in times of Mashiach, Osed Eitzisol is spashet l'cholumim that Eitzisol will will be all over the place. There there won't be just a singular place where you find God, and in the other places you don't find. He's everywhere. It's all his house. Wherever you go to, you feel comfortable. We don't feel like I went to that guy's house. I'm uncomfortable. I'm, I feel comfortable in his house. I feel comfortable in his house. I feel comfortable in all the houses. That's, that's the job. That's the simcha that the Yid has. That he didn't just take the Eitz Yisrael, the Debesh that gave, gave him in the land of Eitz Yisrael, but he brought that ruchnis, that spirituality to any place, to, to, to New York, to Long Island, to the five towns, to any, wherever it is. He made it a gdir, he made it God's place. Mach da, it's a slow.